50 others injured. Three of them still critically injured. Johannesburg Mayor Park Stow reopened the road after he was assured that it was safe for use. And in our studio, our reporter, Wissan Makubiela, who's been on the story. Wissan, we heard news yesterday of the mayor rushing to the scene. I think it was about two hours after it was announced that the situation was quite serious. He reopened it today. What was his sentiment? Basically, what he said uh, first was just to thank uh, the the engineers who had been there uh, at the scene since the collapse yesterday, because uh, the entire afternoon they uh, they've been working to clear the scaffolding that collapsed or on the road, uh, and they worked until late um, in the night and started very early this morning. But by mid uh, midday at twelve o'clock, um, you know, pretty much all the, the the steel had been removed from the road. What was remaining was just other particles that needed to be cleared, the debris, and just the proper cleaning of the road to make sure that there aren't any uh, particles that could possibly damage cars driving on it. So when all was cleared, the mayor came back uh, at around half past two this afternoon, and he just uh, briefed the media saying that he was assured that the road was safe for reuse. Uh, he, He he, he got a briefing from the engineers and also the, the, the metro police were there because they also had to inspect the road with him and show him what exactly had been done and uh, they, they assured him that it was safe to reopen it and that's what happened. And the city sprang into action late yesterday because the traffic situation was a nightmare but they came about with alternative ways to help motorists. I believe Uber was used, I believe how train transportation was used to, to just make up uh, the shortfall of available routes for people to get home. Yeah, that, 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 that was the plan uh, because you'll remember this happened while, uh, you know, the city is embarking on the Jobex Eco-Mobility Month uh, in Centen where people are basically being used, uh, uh, being urged to use public transport and cycle or walk. And this uh, pedestrian bridge that collapsed, it was exactly uh, part of those plans to make sure that, uh, I, I mean, you know that there's a lot of movement between Alexandra and uh, Centen. And, and people use the Greystone Drive, you know, to cross over to the other side. And uh, this is, in a way, a knock to those plans. But uh, it, it, it's also a test, in a way, to make sure that uh, I mean, to 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 check whether the city has the capacity to really cope under such circumstances. That's why they had to uh, to talk to the bus services and talk to how train to make sure that uh, people are assisted and people were urged to basically continue parking their cars and use the park and ride facilities and uh, I think a lot of people did hit that okay. call. Just going back to those who've been affected, as I mentioned, that there are some who are still critically injured. Two died and um, let's talk about the injured uh, motorists or pedestrians. I understand that you visited some of the hospitals which the uh, mayor himself did. Yes, uh, we were there at Charlotte McGregor Hospital this morning and uh, we were briefed by one of the doctors there um, after he briefed the mayor of their conditions. Basically, he said all the three patients that were admitted there were admitted in ICU and uh, they were critical but stable. 
but there was one person they said uh, her situation needed to be monitored continuously to make sure that should her condition change they are able to take care of the situation and uh, from that visit the mayor went to Mill Park where other patients are also being treated we understand there there are four patients there now Uh, one of them is in ICU and others are being treated for minor injuries All right. thank you very much Wissani Wissani Makobel a reporter who's been on that story you heard the M1 highway in Santon north of Johannesburg has been reopened the traffic aspect of it of course has been a nightmare since this bridge collapse occurred to just find out if all is running smoothly we're on the line now to JMPD spokesperson Enna Mamunyani a very good afternoon to you and thank you very much for speaking to us Ms. Mamunyani so is it all systems go is it normal uh, you know midday or, or should I say normal peak hour traffic um, good, good afternoon to you good afternoon to the listeners um, uh, I, I can't say it's normal because it, uh, it was exactly 14.52 when um, me and the whole team of uh, my um, officers that are mo- motorbikes and the freeway patrollers where we went uh, to Baku Interchange and uh, we we had to open all the schools and the vehicles and uh, officers that were there to divert the traffic into the N1 and the N3. Um, and then when we removed the calls and we brought that whole um, procession of the big traffic that was stuck uh, right past Allendale, and we brought it uh, back onto the M1, Capital uh, hectic. The traffic was like gridlock. And when I say gridlock, I mean like, you know, People were not even moving. Um, so it showed that, because you must understand, the freeway, the, uh, the N1 coming from north going south, um, has like four to five lanes. So if now you have to squeeze them into two or three lanes for them to dive it to anywhere else, um, it was very hectic. Mm. So we had to bring it in at uh, 1452. We came in and the N1 was uh, operational and would like to thank all of those motorists that heeded the call to try and pack it, pack and ride and try and use public transport to get into Santin inner city. We understand other people. Um, their job is to drive around, go from meeting to another and drive throughout um, the city, go from Midrand to Santin, run back and all over the city of Jobek. So those that needed to be in their vehicles. The only problem that we have, you know, when we we have these problems of um, the serious accidents on the freeway where the freeway is completely closed, or the this disaster that we had yesterday, that, you know, there are other people that um, actually are very impatient and end up okay. uh, even where you are doing the diversions that they use the yellow lane and make it very hard for emergency personnel to be able to go forward. Thank you very much for speaking to us and for that update. We'll continue speaking to the JMPD, but uh, we're on the line now to City of Johannesburg Executive Director for Transport, Lisa uh, Fiftel, to just tell us about uh, their, you know, situation in terms of the investigations etc very good afternoon to you and thank you very much for speaking to us let's first start with um 
obviously, you know, things are sort of back to normal at the moment. But what is the next step for the city of Johannesburg? The mayor, of course, expressing some concerns. And there's also been word that uh, should anybody be found negligent, criminal action could be taken. Absolutely. Um, there's now an investigation that's going to proceed, and I think as the executive may have said, the report will be released and um, all legal processes will be duly followed. There's also um, initiatives both by the city and Marion Roberts to uh, assist the families of the deceased and those that have been injured. Mm. Was the city in any way involved in the construction? Is this, uh, was the city overseeing it, the construction at all? Um, the project is, uh, was, a, was a project that was uh, initiated by the city. The Johannesburg Development Agency was the project manager, and the Johannesburg Development Agency contracted Marion Robbins, Roberts mm. to um, build the bridge. So what is the normal course of action just in terms of safety measures to make sure that all the boxes are ticked? Well, absolutely. Um, they are the, the contractor... Um, together with the consulting engineer which oversees, is always concerned about safety and uh, to ensure that all the boxes are ticked. And that's why there's going to be investigation to establish what really happened. And uh, in this case, you say the contractor uh, was uh, the Johannesburg City? The contractor was not the Johannesburg City. The contractor was Marion Roberts. Okay. Okay. Apologies. The project is a project. The project project is a project of the city of Johannesburg. Okay, right. So... I just want to understand, do they submit uh, plans to you which are then approved as in the oversight? And certified, mm. and certified okay. by the relevant authority. So how, what shape would your investigation then take? Um, there is a statutory investigation arranged by the Department of Labor and the Executive Mayor has announced that there will also be an independent investigation. And I know it's too early to tell, but do you have a timeline, a time frame within which you would like to have this completed given, uh, you know... As soon as we know the time frames, we'll be able to uh, issue them. Obviously now it's still too early to be able to establish. Okay. And with regards to medical expenses, is the city at all contributing to those who've been hurt or intending to? And this is the role of the contractor and that has been taken care of. Okay, thank you very much for speaking to us. Lisa Feftel is uh, the City of Johannesburg Executive Director for Transport.